War Eagle. This is War Bloggle with Bloggle Spot number 208. It is October 11th. It's 5.05 in the p.m. 83 degrees outside. Too hot for October. Uh, and it is Wednesday, pretty much the only day of the week I actually record these things now. Uh, but I'm going to try to pick that up. Uh, this Bloggle Spot is brought to you by Hover Helmets. They're also sponsoring uh, the weekly pick'em that we have. Um, check them out, hoverhelmets.com. Really cool space age technology. Uh, or you can join the pick'em and try to win one every five weeks. We just gave away one, but every five weeks I'm giving away um, a hover helmet, an Auburn hover helmet to the winner of the previous five weeks. So check them out for sure. Uh, it's LSU week. Um, but let me, I'll quickly recap the Ole Miss game because I haven't talked about it since. Uh, first half was great. It was everything it, it needed to be. They scored uh, on five of six drives. Um, Auburn was, I mean, they it was balanced. They didn't throw it deep like they did against Mississippi State. I don't know if they just didn't want to or couldn't or what, but the running game was there. The screen game for 75 yards by uh, Ryan Davis was there. Everything was working. Um, people still grumbling about running on first down, which we probably throw on first down more than we ever have. But they get up there and run for two yards on first down. Don't get it, I guess, but whatever. Um, in the second half, obviously, when you're up 35 nothing at the half, you don't have to go crazy and keep doing what you did in the first half. And they didn't. They ran the ball a little bit more. There were a few third downs where they threw the ball deep. Uh, but, you know, it. They, kept, they kicked three field goals. Ole Miss ended up scoring three touchdowns. One of the touchdowns was against the second and third string. One of the touchdowns was against a mixture of the first and second string. But, again, the score was like 44 to 10. Um, I know you didn't want – you wanted the score to be more of a blowout than, than it was. But I don't think anybody – outside of Auburn, outside of Auburn's message boards, were calling the game anything but a blowout. Every single person out there, every national person said Auburn blew Ole Miss out. And that's all all you need for perception. And guess what? You won, and that's all that really matters. Uh, but, you know, people turning Auburn giving up 23 points into a problem, like not being able to finish the game, please. I mean, they didn't have to finish. The game was finished in the first half. That's why it was finished. I mean, that's why they didn't finish it the way you wanted to because it was already finished. But anyway, so it's LSU week. Auburn's going to LSU. Two weeks ago, LSU lost to Troy. This week, LSU, or this past week, LSU beat Florida on a missed extra point. Florida, Florida's holder spun the ball a little too much. All I do is y'all on these things. Florida holder spun the ball too much, missed an extra point, and LSU won 17-16. I don't know if that matters. A lot of people said that was the worst thing that could have happened to Auburn was for LSU to win that game and forget about Troy. But it has nothing to do with forgetting about Troy. The fact that Troy happened is why Auburn should not really be worried going into this game. A team like Troy was good enough to beat LSU. Florida, who's not very good, who got blown out by Michigan, who's not very good as well. Um, they should have at least gone to overtime with LSU. Not 
for a missed extra point. Auburn is far and away the better team in this game. The issue is going down there, and now we've got this monkey on our back of trying to win for the first time since I was a senior in high school. I've been out of college for 13 years now. So it's been a while. Uh, I don't know if Auburn, if Auburn has gone down there. No, I know for a fact. Auburn has not been favored in a game in Baton Rouge, which most teams aren't favored in Baton Rouge. But Auburn has not been favored in a game in Baton Rouge since they won in 99. So there might have been better teams. I want to say that, that game where John Vaughn missed five field goals, what was that, like 05-ish, somewhere in there? Um, 07 maybe? I don't know. One of those years all around there, Auburn was probably better. 07, Auburn should have won. Um, that was the Kenny Irons 200-yard game where they just threw it up at the end of the game. I think that was the game. No, no that was 05. Uh, but, you know, Auburn should have won a few times going down there. Maybe not been favored, but we're probably the overall better team on a neutral, neutral field. And Les Miles' voodoo magic, as I've discussed multiple times, gave them probably three wins um, out of these, what, eight in a row that have happened since 99. Um, But if Auburn, I mean, let's think about this. Mississippi State beat LSU 37-7. to I mean, straight beat down, 30 points. Yes, it was in Starkville, but it's Mississippi State, 37-7. to Two weeks later, Auburn beats Mississippi State. What was it? 49 to 14, 49 to 10. So, if we want to get transitive just for a second, Mississippi State beat LSU by 30 points. Auburn beat Mississippi State by 39. That's 69 points. Nice. 69 points. Now, Auburn's not 69 points better than LSU, but that's a pretty big difference. Again, it has nothing to do with LSU beating Florida. Everybody's saying that's oh, that's all they needed. They just got it. They just had to get that win under their belt. No, they beat a terrible team by missed extra point. It has nothing to do with that. The only issue going is going to Baton Rouge, and the game's at two thirty. Their fans are probably a little out of it. Out of it. This is, I think, so far probably the biggest home game they've had this year. So maybe they'll be in it for that. But they're not going to be liquored up. I went to the last time we played down there. It was 2.30 as well when Fournette scored on the second play of the game or second or third play of the game, ran it like 70 yards on the first play, and it was over in the first quarter. That's when Jeremy Johnson was playing. And that was before – that was right after the Jacksonville State game, and he hadn't been taken out yet for Sean White. But I think we've got a little bit better situation. Auburn's defense is playing better than its offense, and that's saying a lot. Auburn's defense is in the top 10 in pretty much every stat. They finally became the last team to give up more than 14 points in the nation last week, and it kind of really wasn't even the starting defense, so it's hard to say that. Um, So LSU does not have a potent offense. They're boring. They're still kind of doing the same stuff they did before. They like to run jet sweeps. That's about the only difference. I watched some of the LSU-Florida game, and they literally – had a guy they literally had a guy running back and forth and back and forth three times 
um, in the like back. In, oh, I can't think of the word I'm saying. In motion, going back and forth and back and forth three times in motion, and then would snap it and maybe hand it to him or maybe not. It looks like somebody trying to learn a Gus Malzahn offense. That's what their offense looks like, but still sticking with pro style. Yeah, everybody was on was was all about LSU coming in or which I didn't get. I mean, LSU was ranked ahead of Auburn in the season. Um, and I get it. They Auburn was still a big question. LSU played a little bit better at the end of the year last year. And Darius Geis kind of ran over whoever it was in the bowl game or one of the last games of the year. And so everybody thought he was going to be the, the, a stud and L, just keep LSU going. The problem is he, he's been a little hurt, but he also hasn't been very good. Uh, on the other side of the ball, Arden Key, who is kind of like their defensive star, hasn't played that much, and he hasn't been very good. So kind of the two stars of their team just haven't been there. Oh, and they're still coached by Ed Orgeron, if that matters to anybody. Um, and it should. He's a mascot. He's good at finishing out a season. He did pretty much the thing, same thing at USC when, uh, what's his name, Joey Freshwater. What's his name? Uh... Right on the, why can't I? I can never think of names on this thing. Uh, <laughs> what is his name? Alabama coordinator, Florida Atlantic. Lane Kiffin. Good lord. When Lane Kiffin got fired at USC, I, I believe that was the same year. Ed Orgeron just took over for the rest of the year, and I think they lost one game. So he and he kind of did the same thing with LSU last year. Problem is, he was Ole Miss head coach and was a disaster. Right now, we're somewhat seeing the same disaster happen at LSU. Uh, he's just, he's a motivator. He's, he kind of reminds me of Butch Jones a little bit at Tennessee. He can kind of act like and say all those cool, nice things and get everybody pumped up. But then when it comes to coaching, it's just not there. I don't know if you can't put a, a coaching staff together or what. It's just not there. So it's pretty much a mascot. I mean, he's, he's rah-rah, yippee kind of thing, but I don't know. that If Auburn plays like Auburn's been playing, if Auburn plays 75% of what they've been playing, and LSU plays 100% of the way they've been playing, Auburn should win by two, three touchdowns. I mean, I'm thinking something like 38 to 10, 38 to 13, something like that. I mean, it really shouldn't be close. I mean, we've gone back. We've there, Like I said, there's been... Many years where Auburn was the better team probably going down there and just dumb things happened. 2007 for sure where they threw the ball to Bird at the end and it went right through draw Power's hands. It was good defense. And, you know, everybody thought Les Miles was an idiot. Should have kicked field goal, but he throws it with seven seconds left. And he's like, oh, if he dropped it, it would have been a second left. He had no, he had no idea. Could have been an interception. Uh, but, you know, just dumb stuff like that. Auburn is better than LSU. Auburn should beat LSU. No doubt at all. Uh, they just have to make it happen. And how do they make it happen? They don't throw interceptions. Knock on wood. They don't fumble the ball. I don't I don't think if LSU goes down and scores in the first drive, it's going to be anything special. Uh, I don't think that's going to set the tone of the game. Auburn's defense has been, uh, they'll let you get around to the 30-yard line. But that's about as far as you're going. You're going to kick a field goal from the 25 or out, probably miss it. That's just how it's gone this year. They'll, 
they're stout. They will stop you. You're, you might get a big play just like any offense will. You'll get close, and then you won't score. Just how it is. I mean, Auburn is, other than the Ole Miss, Auburn is not giving up more than two touchdowns a game, and the Auburn starting defense is not giving up more than two touchdowns a game. I mean, I, I'm sitting here trying, like, I, I can mentally picture most touchdowns, at least from the for home games, and I, I can barely think of touchdowns scored against Auburn. I can think of the pass Mississippi State threw in the north end zone. I can think of the one of the touchdowns Ole Miss scored uh, in the south end zone. But it's just they're, they're not giving up, up a lot of touchdowns, and LSU is not scoring a lot of touchdowns. They've got a bad offensive line with four with three freshmen likely starting on Saturday. They're injured. The quarterback's not good. Um, I just feel like if they can not let dumb stuff happen, which they didn't really let dumb stuff happen in Clemson. They won the turnover battle. They had two, I think it was two to nothing, two or three to nine. Uh, they just didn't have offense. And since then, we found the offense. LSU's defense is not nearly as good as Clemson's. It's the better part of their team, but it's not nearly as good as Clemson's. Uh, I just, I'm not being cocky. I'm just looking at two teams, and one team looks pretty dang good, and one team does not. They just have the the uh, advantage of playing at home. So, uh, I wasn't going to talk about this, but I have a few more minutes before I get home, but uh, Mark Schlebaugh of a uh, Georgia graduate that works for ESPN that was part of the Cam Newton story who broke it for ESPN uh, just released some other story, a story about how a 2016 football player had Auburn is investigating internally um, where the, whether a tutor, like a student tutor, took one of the a final exam for that player. Uh it's amazing when Auburn gets in the top 10, stuff like this comes out. Like, pretty much all the time. Uh, can't be good without something wrong going on. When and this has nothing to do with with the current team. The article explicitly states a 2016 football member, team member, which means they're not on this team. Uh, is it bad? If it happened, sure, it's bad. I don't think it's anything where you take away scholarships and shut down football uh, but it sounds like the person who's who's claiming it happened is was fired basically and might have an axe to grind amazing how that always happens as well in every single story that comes out that ends up being nothing um, but of course we've got to add this to the to the counter here's another thing that happened under Jay Jacobs watch so basically we can just say anything we want whether it's true or not it's going to be something against Jay, Jay Jacobs. It just happened under his watch. I'm sorry. Sorry, Jay. It just happened. But it's it's roots to go level, if y'all remember roots to go. It's dumb stuff from a year ago, from a, a disgruntled employee, from a player that's not even there anymore. So I'm not worried about it. I didn't even want to talk about it. It's stupid. But I think that's it. Yeah, it is. Bloggle spot, number 208, done, War Eagle.